I don't think enough people really step out of their comfort zone and go after something. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. No matter what you do or where you are in your life right now, I'm pretty sure you've heard the word no more than once. And some of those no's might make you feel like you don't want to get out of bed. This podcast is here to tell you, you're not alone. If all these people can walk through the valley of no's to get to their yes, why can't you? Welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, For those of you that are coming back, that are regulars, Thank you for uh, for being here, for showing up every week and listening and uh, commenting, getting in touch with me, telling me what you like about 10,000 No's, what you don't. For those of you that are new, uh, this is a, a little bit of a different, actually a lot of bit of a different episode than most weeks. Uh, I'm going to be doing this solo, so if you are looking... For a conversation, you can hit stop right now and go to 10,000nos.com or scroll through Apple Podcasts or Spotify and look for some of the other episodes where I interview some pretty incredible guests. Uh, But right now, we are doing a solo episode and it came from all places, uh, came from Instagram, this idea. For those of you that uh, follow me on Instagram, you may know that I just discovered there are DMs, direct messages. I did know there were DMs, but I have only been aware of the ones that uh, come from people that I know that I'm following. I did not know there, there was a whole pile of them from people who are following me that I do not know and I do not follow. And I discovered them last week and my gut reaction was, oh man, I'm not going to, I can't respond to all of these. And I, it's weird to interact with people that you don't know who they are. Are they who they say they are? You know, I just have this cynical view of it. I'm, uh, I'm not of the generation that came up with social media. So that's, uh, my immediate go-to. And then I started to think and uh, spoke to someone and thought, you know what? Uh, people are are following me. So that means in some way, even if it's mildly interested, they are interested in, um, in what I'm doing. So I'm going to, I'm going to respond. Um, I'm going to respond. And some of the back and forth was somewhat generic or very, you know, minute little uh, exchanges. But one of them uh, came from someone who her name, I I guess I won't say the name, but uh, because I don't want to call her out, uh, but she does listen. So she'll know who she is. And um, I believe she is a Stanford alum and, uh, she she kind of just she said uh, she she mentioned me in her story or something and just said uh, and I and I missed it and I said you know hey I can't see the story mentioned but you know just seeing this now thanks and she said I'm just recommending your podcast keep it going love it so I said I appreciated that and 
Then she gave me another DM a couple of days later saying she listened to the Paige Davis episode, which I really love. Um, I love all of them, to be honest with you. But uh, Paige Davis was a, a really special woman. And it seemed like it really resonated with this this young woman who was shooting the, the DM my way. And she really went into depth on how it affected her. And she shared some stuff from her life. And it was a really smart, thoughtful response. And I thought, huh, you know, of all the places, I wouldn't expect to be having a conversation through direct message on Instagram with a complete stranger, uh, who I later find out is is 24. You know, I just turned 46. Um, but it's really intelligent conversation. She had great observations and she seemed like she was a fan of the show and she um, was very appreciative. And it was encouraging for me because, you know, what you don't know, if you're listening, it's uh, this thing is these podcasts, you know, it was started out of thin air. This didn't exist. It was a germ of an idea. Uh pulled the trigger and here here it is. And as it's gone along, it has picked up steam and gathered moss, as they say. And it's been really exciting to uh, to see the effect and to hear the feedback. And one of the things that she said was, you know, she had ideas on, you know, because I asked her, she didn't just, it wasn't unsolicited. I said, what do you think? You know, it sounds like you're a fan of the show. So, but what do you think could be improved? Because I'm always thinking, how can I make it a better experience for you, the listener? You know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm having fun doing this. I'm learning a ton from all of my guests. And, uh, you know, there's a responsibility to get these episodes out. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of logistics and legwork that goes into it, but it's really, it's rewarding and, um, but it doesn't really matter if, if you are listening and going, yeah, well, it's okay. It's cool, but I'm not going to come back next week. And so, um, you know, my aim is, is to, to make it, uh, a kind of a, a must listen for you. And, um, one of the things she suggested, she mentioned a few other podcasters and I actually listen to them, uh, Rich Roll, who a few of my guests have been on the Rich Roll podcast, which is really good. Uh, Matt Long was there. Uh, Allison Levine, Utkarsh Ambedkar was recently there. They're all past guests of mine. And Rich, uh, I actually have his book. I haven't read it yet. It's called Finding Ultra. He's done these ultra marathons and he lives up in Malibu. So he's actually not too far from me. Um, and he's got a great podcast. He's got a huge following and he's got a really interesting guy. Uh, so I was, I was flattered. She was comparing me to him. And then Lewis Howes, who prior to me launching this, uh, a friend of my wife and I said that, that she thought that my sensibility was similar to his. I didn't know who he was at the time. I started listening and, you know, he's interviewed everybody from Oprah to Alan to, you know, everybody. Um, and I ended up meeting him at an event where I was speaking in San Diego last year. And uh, anyway, he's another huge one. So it's not, you know, flattering to be compared to them. And this, this young woman suggested that I do 
uh, one, you know, a couple of these solo episodes where I let you guys know what's going on with me current days so that you can kind of hook in with my goings on and my dealings with my own 10,000 no's, which uh, I'd like to think kind of seep out through the interviews. I think uh, I've definitely been told by some friends and family that I cut people off a little bit and, um, you know, interrupt and grab the mic and, you know, want to do too much talking. So I'm sure I'm, I am sharing in the conversations, but uh, she was suggesting maybe I do something like this. So uh, I'm giving it a whirl and uh, I would love your feedback as always, info at 10,000nos.com shoot me an email and I will read it. Um, as you can tell, I've, I've, you know, been affected by this woman's, uh, response. And, um, yeah, what I wanted to talk about the, the thing that's been on my mind lately, there's, there's been a ton, but, uh, it's something that's come up over and over again here, but I want to zero in on it, which is if you have an idea, or you have a dream, or you have an instinct to try something, I really want to urge you to just do it. Don't wait until you're ready, because you're never going to be ready. It's never going to be the perfect time. Um, there's always You're always going to be busy with life. Life is going to be coming at you. Things are going to come up. You're not going to have the right equipment. You're you don't have the right experience or the training or any of it. And I still say, go do it. Because the truth of the matter is, we're all going to die someday. And when we're on our deathbed, you do not want to be that person that's looking back going, man, I wonder what it was like, what it would have been like had I just done X or had I just tried Y, um, give it a whirl. What do you have to lose? And the news that I have for you, and I think the podcast is the perfect example, is that once you just take a step in the direction of the desired goal, you will learn along the way. It's the only way to really learn is to do it. You can't learn from the sidelines. You can study it. You can read about it. You can talk to people till you're blue in the face, but you've got to just suit up and get out on the field and go play the game. You have to. And and the other thing is you, you will learn and people will come out of the woodwork. They really will. It's it's amazing how many people on this little journey, it's been, you know, I've been doing this for a little bit over, this is uh, this one that I'm that right now speaking to you, I guess will be episode 57. So that's a year and five weeks worth of episodes. But prior to launching, I had a few months where I was going back and forth with my sound editor, James Ede, who is in the UK, who I've still never met face to face, but uh, he was instrumental in helping me with some of the logistics. 
I had other people uh, that I knew through the voiceover world helping me with logistics. I had Jay Ferrugia helping me with just podcasts in general and just kind of nudging me to get going. Um, so there's been, there's, there's really been a, a while of doing this. And in that time, uh, and then once I launched it and started doing the actual interviews, it, it's really mind blowing how much my world has expanded as a result of this, this little thing that I'm doing. Um, and, and I really, really can't urge you enough to just do that, whatever it might be. I mean, maybe it's, you know, going and building a birdhouse in the backyard or, or a coffee table, or maybe it's going and running a 5k or, coaching your kids' baseball team or uh, taking an acting class or a painting class or a dance class or whatever. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I have no idea who you are as you're listening. You can you can write in and tell me who you are, tell me what it is you're thinking of doing, and, and we can discuss it on one of these future episodes. Um, but but the, the, the point is there is nothing but upside. The only downside is you fail and people will say, well, I wasted time. And true, you can't just go do every thought that comes through your head. You you won't get anywhere if you try too many things. But I don't think enough people really step out of their comfort zone and go after something. And what's crazy is... When you do it, I'm telling you, people, people, maybe they talk, I have no idea because I'm not with them, but maybe they talk smack behind your back. And you know what? Who cares? That's, that's happening anyway, then, you know, so don't worry about that. Um, And more often, what I've found is people really respect it. I've had people that I know who, some people that I know through town that I had no idea even knew that I had a podcast come up to me and say, hey, you know who you should interview? And they've given me some really cool hookups um, through their world. And I didn't even realize that they were listening. Some of them weren't even listening. They just knew that I had a podcast and they knew the general gist of it. People want to help. And the other thing is, be consistent. Even when it's not going well, and I know this from my acting career, even when it's not going well, if you keep showing up, eventually people come to expect you there. If they don't know that you're there, is he there? Is he not there? Um, I'm going to mention, there's a podcast, I'm not going to mention the name, but Prior to launching this, I had started listening to a bunch of different ones to get a flavor of what I liked, what tone I liked, and all of that. And there was one that my sister had told me about I really enjoyed. And I'm actually going to have this person on my podcast. I've already reached out to uh, to their assistant, and it's not going to happen for a while. But when they are on, we can talk about this. Um, but basically, great podcast, great content. I loved the guests. I loved this host. But the uh, the episodes were coming out in a sporadic. They were kind of like sometimes there were new ones, sometimes there weren't. And I really think it hurts 
the podcast because you just don't know. You can't rely on it. And um, that's one thing I've tried to be vigilant about. I have been vigilant about is that every Friday since I started this, you will get an episode. I mean, (laughs) the one year anniversary because of things that were going on for me career wise uh, was me recording from my car. Um, But who cares, really? It was a 16 minute episode and it was there. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're searching for perfection. You're just going to end up with nothing because you're just going to be sitting there. You're sitting right now, wherever you are. Think about it. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're in your dorm room. Maybe you're um, on a subway. Maybe you're out for a walk or you're at the gym. I don't know. And you're somehow you've, you've, you know, come to go on to Apple Podcasts or whatever, and you picked this guy, Matt Del Negro's podcast, and here you are, you're listening, and you're halfway through your workout or your walk or your hike or your drive, whatever. And you're listening to me talk about this, and you've got this thing that's burning within you, and yet you're not doing anything about it. You're not acting on it. So just go have the courage to act on it. Just try it. The worst that's going to happen, you fall on your face. Who cares? Who cares? It's not going to be a waste of time. See, that's, that's the fear. I'll waste my time trying this thing. But what I'm saying, and the whole point, the whole premise of this podcast is these no's, these failures, these setbacks, these knockdowns, they are not a waste of time, they are the stepping stones to where you eventually go. No matter how ugly they are, no matter how sad they may be, we're all going to get that. We're all going to get walloped at one point or another. It's just life. Those experiences make up the person that we become based on how we respond to those experiences. So if you get out of your comfort zone right now, maybe you want to hit stop right now and go do it. Go get a journal and write down, like scribble it down, whatever it is that you, you know, stop listening to me, hit pause and, and, Go get a journal and write it down or make that call or go on the internet and sign up for that class or whatever it might be, or press pause and go out for a walk because you haven't been outside in six months. I don't know what it is that you're dealing with, but whatever it is, just go do it. Just go do it. You've heard all these stories. You hear all these people, they're, they're, smarter than me they're more successful than me they're 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 more talented than me i'm not telling you my story i'm telling you you know the collective stories you could add mine in there with it but all of these people they come from all different backgrounds you know so there's no excuse some of them were immigrants some of them were born here some of them were born rich some of them were born poor some were born with disabilities, some were diagnosed and, and with cancer. 
it doesn't matter. The overarching theme of every one of these conversations has been that each of these people has had some kind of setback or obstacle that they had to overcome. And it was only in overcoming it that it became the purpose of their life. It became the driving force behind everything that they do right now. So grab it. Go out there. Grab it. Go for it. And I'm telling myself as much as I'm telling you, because there are some areas of my life where I've done this, and there are some areas of my life where I haven't done it well enough. And if I'm supposed to be, uh, you know, exposing and being transparent and being honest here, I can point you right to the, the number one thing that comes to my mind is my writing. And I am doing it now, but it is something that I look and I go, I go, man, I ha- I've had all of this time, all of this time. And there's always, there's one reason or another not to do it. But at the end of the day, those are just excuses. That's it. They're excuses. And at the same time, I have to say, okay, that's fine. The, the regret is good if it's used as fuel to get you to go do the next thing. So that's fine. But the regret is bad if it then just stays as regret and it stays as me beating on myself and never moving forward. So I have to look at it and go, okay, well, what's the lesson here? And maybe maybe the lesson here is, well, Matt, you didn't do that so that you could be at this place right now where you happen to have this podcast, where you happen to have this audience that maybe cares what you think and maybe is can be encouraged by you in some way. And now because of your lack of motivation in that area, they can relate to you. They, they look at you and go, oh, well, he didn't do that with his writing. So maybe it's a way for me to be able to understand that feeling of not going after it. I've gone after it a little bit, but just not enough, not to the level that I have in, in that I envision for myself. And I intend to do that now. And I'm in the process of doing that now. And as an actor, I did go for it. And yet I can look at levels of that. Are there periods when I didn't go for it enough? I feel like right now I'm in a phase where I am very dialed in, very focused and and very hungry and passionate and uh, really in a good spot in my head. But how many days, weeks, months, years have there been in the past where I've been going for, you know, going after it in the larger sense, but if I really examined it, maybe my my attitude, it wasn't total belief. It wasn't total commitment. You know, so there are levels. There are levels. And I think 
It's our job. If you're someone who's listening right now and you're not that person who's there, you know, sitting in the room and and afraid to uh, step out and, and go after the dreams, you already have. You've gone after them. You're going after them. You've been going after them for for 10 years, for 15 years, for 17 years. Well, there's room for you too, because I'm sure you could be doing it on a deeper level. I'm sure you could be doing it more intensely. I'm sure you could be more strategic or or more thorough. Um, we can all improve. That's the bottom line. And you look at the greats, you look at the Michael Jordans, the Steph Currys, you know, you look at the Christian Bales, um, the, these people that are are so talented and on the top of their game, they are there for a reason. There is a thirst to be the best. And it's not even to be the best necessarily compared to each other or compared to others, but it's to be the best version of themselves. And so that's the hope I have for you and the hope I have for me is that till our last dying breath, we're striving to be better at whatever it is that we do. And we're striving to serve people in a way that's that's better and has a, a more of an impact, whether it's a wide impact or just a deeper impact to fewer amount of people. Um, this isn't about going after necessarily dreams that are very, you know, kind of widespread and, you know, reaching around the globe. It could be just how do I have more impact within my family? How do I have more impact within my house, within my classroom at school? Um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter the venue is irrelevant. It's the striving to be the best version of yourself, which we all fall short of in some way, shape, or form. We, we just do because we're human. We, um, we strive for that, and we have ebbs and flows. We... Sometimes, you know, I was just telling you, I, I feel like I'm in a particularly uh, crystal clear head right now, but that came after um, a period of a bit of kind of wandering around in the dark for me this this uh, winter and spring uh, between jobs, um, the demons get the best of me, the anger, the frustration, the not working, feeling good, but can't get arrested as an actor, you know, uh, that, <laughs> that's tough to deal with. And yet that, uh, that, well, that's actually a perfect example. That very thing that I went through this fall, or sorry, this spring, I think is directly correlated to the role that I'm now playing and and about to finish in in Paris now um, this this role on this this uh, Netflix comedy that I've 
told you about if you've if you've been here listening before. Huge in France. I'm super proud of it. Uh, I love the show. I love the people. I love my role. And my role, um, it's really interesting. The uh, the acting coach that I've, I've mentioned here before, Kim Gillingham, um, and and her her protege Amanda Lovejoy, uh, who worked with me on all of my Goliath stuff. So I have to give her a shout out. Uh, but Kim always said. When you get an audition or you get a role and you're about to work on it, she said, you want to ask yourself, why did this script hurtle through the universe and land on my lap right now? What is it that I'm going through or trying to work out that I can work out through this character, this project right now? Where is my jumping off point? And... This role that I'm playing, Jason Allen Ross, it's really, I think, really funny. Um, I'm really excited for for you guys to see it. Um, but there are so many similarities to the dark place where I was. And this guy is an ex-actor. He's still kind of acting. And, um, and there are, I mean, the, the parallels are uncanny. And he's a kooky character, which I guess makes me kooky in some way. But he's really uh, all over the place. I love him. Um, but a lot of the the darkness that I went through in the spring, I infused into the character. And the creators of the show said, you know, I almost didn't go in for this audition because I didn't think I was right for it because I wasn't. I wasn't what they wanted on the page. I wasn't the right uh, age. I wasn't really the right look or body type. And I thought, oh man, is this really going to happen? And luckily I, I didn't give in to that. And I I went in and I just infused it with um, everything that I had been going through. And I, I put it in there and they said, you know, you brought something to it that other people um maybe didn't have. And um, that's just an example of these no's. I mean, just to be fully honest, uh, for those of you that don't live in my town and didn't see me at the school drop-off for six weeks with a cast on my right hand, I had a boxer's fracture because I um, (laughs) really, I mean, this to to admit this... uh, in public here is kind of embarrassing, but uh, punched a wall, punched a wall several times, and it was completely out of frustration over my career, um, and and broke broke the uh, the I guess it's like the fourth metacarpal, it's like the the pinky knuckle um, because I I hit a stud and I I think I kind of hit it over and over again, and I'm not proud of it. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, and hey, there you go. So for people who um, <laughs> reach out on Instagram and direct messages who some people as of late, I, you know, I've, I told you I've answered all these things. 
And uh, somebody the other day said, what does it feel like to be famous? And I started laughing and I'm like, I don't know. Don't ask me, ask Brad Pitt. Um, because I'm very much not. I mean, I'm like a, a dude who's got kids who, who happens to be an actor, I think. Um, I just, I found it interesting to hear someone ask that as if I had some, you know, uh, charmed life that was free of problems. Um, again, that's the premise of this podcast, but you know, there you go. I punched a wall and broke my knuckle. That's how it feels. Um, you know, (laughs) it's, it's all, it's all relative. Um, and, and, you know, the, the other thing about that, I want to mention, I had this little epiphany for myself and, and maybe this will help help you guys in some way. And it's, it's kind of about limiting beliefs. And uh, again, this is so funny that we're getting this wisdom from Instagram direct messages, but here it is. So I had responded to these people and I responded to someone and, and they said, a couple of people did this. They said, I can't believe it. I can't believe you responded to me because I don't know where they were. They were not in the United States. They were somewhere else. And I just, I said, you know, believe it. It's, it's me. They said, is it really you? And I'm, and I'm laughing because I'm going, what? really? Like, do you, you know, I think it's just people that are, I honestly think it's just, you know, like younger kids that are big fans of Teen Wolf or something. And they know me from that. I think that's what it is. That's my suspicion. Um, so they're excited because it's, you know, someone from the show that they love. But I, I thought about that and just think about this. They, I'm just a guy who's got this app called Instagram and I get a direct message and I, and I realize I have these and I decide, okay, I'll respond. So that's it. That person who said, I can't believe you responded is a person who has projected something upon me and created this reality for them, which is that they're in this one world and I'm in this other different world. And the fact that I would respond to them is like unbelievable to them, right? But that's not the truth. That's their perception. That's their limited belief of what they think should happen. They've created a reality. And then that reality was broken when I, when I responded. So flip it around. Where am I doing that? Where am I looking at some role, some huge movie, some other actor who's got a bigger career than I do and going, well, they got it because blah, 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 fill in whatever limiting belief I have. It's all BS, guys. It's all BS. It's all in our minds. It's it's just a big shell game, really. I mean, who's to say that their view of how things are is the correct view? It's not. And so who's to say that you can't shift your view and look at things in a way that actually gives you an advantage versus looking at things in a way that makes you 
the victim or you the small person or you the have not, if you came to that conclusion and you created that reality, can't you then use your mind to shift it so that you're the hero of the story? Can't you do that? I think more and more, yes, you can. And so I'm going to take it full circle back to what I started with, which was go out there and just try that thing that you've been dying to try. Because maybe you've set it up in your head that it's going to be much harder than it really is. Or maybe it really is going to be hard, but you're actually going to be really good at it. Or somehow you're going to have access to incredible mentors that are going to help you be better at it. Or maybe you'll be mediocre at it, and that's fine too, and just something that you try for a little while. But don't let fear be the thing that protects you from having a more colorful life than you otherwise could have. Just don't don't let it do that. If you have to get angry, get angry. But don't let that fear, that critic in your head, strangle you from going out and experiencing everything that you want to experience. So we're at uh, 35 minutes, almost 40 minutes. I'm going to end it there. Um... I hope this was helpful in some way. I hope it's, you know, as you as you go on a rant, you, you, I hope that it's not um, so completely uh, self-absorbed. And I hope that you're relating to it and getting something from it and um, just realizing that uh, I, I'm sitting here trying to work through my red tape. And this person that I mentioned who said do the solo episode was just suggesting, hey, we kind of want to hear that. I mean, in some way, maybe that helps listeners to, you know, reflect on their own their own deal um, as opposed to listening to a conversation, which could be a really cool conversation. But maybe that feels a little bit more removed from you and this uh, hopefully feels like you and I are having a conversation and, um, (laughs) I've just got a muzzle on you so I could talk, uh, the whole time. But, um, hopefully it feels that way. And some of the things I've said, you can throw out, I'm sure you could throw out 95% of what I've said, but maybe 5% of what I said here is, um, has some value for you or just some little nugget that you can hang on to or, you know, share with your friend or your family member or whatever and and uh, and go like, yeah, listen, this guy was saying, he was saying this thing about this and and I, I'm, I'm going to just try it, you know. And, and you know what? If you did that, here's, here's what I'll tell you. If you do listen to this thing, And you actually, you're still listening right now. I'm uh, 38 minutes and 38 seconds in. Uh, First of all, congratulations. And second of all, if you really are listening to this whole thing and you do something 
that you were thinking about when you, when you started this episode and I've somehow jugged something loose and you are going to go for something and you actually do it, please, please email me and tell me what it was and how it went and how it's going. That would actually be really cool for me to hear. Um, and like I said, I mean, depending on how many responses, maybe I can bring it up in a future episode or touch back in with it or whatever. But that would be really cool to see that this this podcast is actually not just a one-way conversation, that it's actually kind of a forum for people to come here and listen and walk away with tools and walk away with some inspiration that that actually has an effect on how you go about your daily life as opposed to just like, yeah, I heard this thing and he had this guest and I don't remember what they said, but it was cool when I was listening to it. You know, maybe there's something here that is like a tangible thing. You know, you, you wanted to make that short film or you wanted to write that song or you want, you wrote a song and you just, you want to get it, you know, you want to get it in the hands of, uh, Justin Timberlake, or you want to get it on the radio or whatever. And you, you listen to this and you, you're like, you know what, I'm going to pick up the phone and call so-and-so and see what, what I can do. That would be, I mean, that would make my day. That would make my year if that happened. So, uh, let me know if you do that. Good luck on your endeavors. By the time you're listening to this, I am going to be in Pali. Uh, finishing this job. I'm really excited. I have never been to Paris, believe it or not. And I'm super psyched. Uh, My wife is coming with me and it should be a pretty cool trip. And um, that's it. We will see you next week. Again, if you are digging this thing, uh, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an iTunes review. Also, you know what? If you can't, if you're having trouble doing that, email me as well, info at 10,000nose.com. And I'm going to like create a little template that just shows you how to leave a review. It's not hard, but sometimes people, um, mom, I'm talking to you. Sometimes people get a little hung up and it doesn't, somehow they can't leave the review. And so let me know about that and um, tell your friends, post it on social media. Um, maybe don't post the part about me punching the wall. Um, that's it. All right. Have a great week and let me know if you decide to do something. Okay. Talk soon. Thanks again for listening to 10,000 Knows. We realize there are tons of great podcasts out there and we truly appreciate you sitting down with us. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so on the Apple Podcasts app for iTunes or on Spotify. If you like what you heard today, we'd love it if you took a minute to give us a five-star rating and a short review, as well as just telling your friends and family about us. We aim to give you the best free content possible, so if you have suggestions, requests, comments, anything, please email us at info at 10,000nos.com. That's info at 10000nos.com to let us know what would make your listening experience better. See you next week.